Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Lava Pool. I'm your host, Sam, Dr. Fidget Harsmoth, and today I am joined by Gabby Snyder. Hello, hello, hello. Hey. Um, intro topic, I'm going to do the same one I did two days ago. What starter did you pick? Rowlet for life. Okay, you're the first Rowlet. Congratulations. That's a crime. I don't know what's uh, wrong with y'all, but Rowlet's is the best. <laughs> I I wouldn't. I'm just I'm just gonna move along. Uh, also joining us today, we have Tiffany. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. Who'd you pick for your starter? Poplio. It's cute. Poplio. Yep. That that has been the only starter people have picked so far. Other than me, I I pick Litten because it's a cat. It's a kitty. I like the kitty. Oh. Anyway, if you're just listening to this one, uh, a few days ago we put up a giant metagame analysis what we think is going to be good today is just going to be a spoiler cast for in-game stuff story pokemon what's new um so yeah if you don't want spoilers turn back now listen to the other one come back after you finish the game um it's going to be split up into two segments because i don't believe gabby has actually finished the game yet right no i so i was streaming all weekend with uh liberty garden group ah I was streaming all weekend with the Liberty Garden crew. So Jen and there was like 10 different people at her house. Like Jake was there. Other Jake was there. uh, Tommy showed up towards the end of it. And I only got to the part where I just got to the third island. And then I walked into the Pokemon Center and I was like, I'm done. (laughs) So uh, that's where I stopped. I'm going to try and finish up the game really soon. But... Uh, we'll see how that works out. Okay. And Tiffany, you just finished the game like seconds before we started recording. Yeah. Right? Okay. So that's going to be fun. Let's see. Where do we want to start? Uh, who did you guys end up with on your teams? Like, Gabby, who do you have right now? So, right now, I have Sal Dandit, uh, Toucanon, Deucedi, uh, Alolan Diglett, who I love. Our Alolan Doug Trio, excuse me, it evolved, and Slowpoke. Okay, I I also have a Toucanon. I think that's the only thing that we have in common. Um, Toucanon is my, like, I was going to get rid of it when it was a Trumbeak, because it was just doing nothing, and it was annoying. And then it evolved into Toucanon, who never actually looks at its opponent. It just kind of stares completely perpendicular to the screen. <laughs> just glaring. It, it is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. It just doesn't care. That's amazing. Hey, Gabby, did you make sure to get a female Sandalic? Because I raised mine until, like, level 40 before realizing that it was never going to evolve. I did get a female Saldandit, but... Fortunately, it was also the first one I encountered. So, but like Jen was looking for one for like an hour and a half, I think, before it po- finally popped up. So I don't know how I pulled that one off. <laughs> uh, I I think I just caught one. I didn't put it in my party, but I ran into a number of them. Uh, are you really? guys each playing Sun or Sun? Maybe... I'm on Sun. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm on Moon. Maybe that's what did it. Maybe the encounter rate is different. Oh, but you need a specific gender is the problem. Oh, okay. Because the boys... Yeah. I was not paying attention. The boys don't evolve. They're like Kongi. Very true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tiffany, who did you end up with on your team? Okay, so I have evolved form of Poplio, 
Horse with Dreadlocks, Ugly Crab Thing, uh, what are the other, oh, Praying Mantis, uh, what were the other two? Oh, Raticate, and there's one more. I don't remember the last one. I've been playing this game for all weekend, but I can't remember the last guy. Already forgot. Oh, I guess right now I've got the lion guy. Legendary. Uh, Solgeo? Yeah. Solgeo? Yep. Solgeo? Yep. Okay, and I have the two cannon that I already said, and then I've got my Incineroar. Um, I also have an Alakazam, which carried me through like the first 80% of the game. Because its speed and special attack are just so overpowered compared to all the other Pokemon you fight. And then I have a Muck. Wait, uh, the Alolan one? That's like Rainbow? Yes. <laughs> yes, I have Rainbow Muck. And I have uh, Alolan Golem. Which looks like a plug <laughs> with a beard. It's kind of great. And then I have a Sandcastle. And the Sandcastle took me forever to get. Because the Pokedex lies to you. Wait, how does how does it lie to you? Okay, so is it like there Google was a, Maps? More or less. So when you see a Pokemon, like there was a trainer that had a Sandy Gast. I'm like, ooh, now I have that in there. I can figure out where they are, and I'm going to go catch one. And so I look it up in the Pokedex. I look at the habitat, and it says not found on this island. I'm like, okay, so it must be on one of the other islands. I went back to the two islands I had been to before and both of them also said not found on this island huh well there's only a few islands left and I got to like every island I landed on after that first thing I did check Pokedex are there sandy gas here no and then I am right at the outside of the elite four and realized hey there are no more islands for me to check and it's telling me that it's not in any of these islands. And that's when I looked it up online and it turned out, hey, it was it was on that first island when I first saw one. Wait, what? Yeah. How does that work? That was, um, the Pokedex lies and it is on an island. Um, it's one of the encounters that like the shadowy thing jumps out and attacks you oh. on a beach. So there's no like grass and there's no water for you to catch them in. It's just these shadows. And 80% of the time they're star you. That's so dumb. So yeah, I had a very underleveled pile of sand going into the Elite Four. But it's a pretty sand castle and I like it. <laughs> All right. So um, what what do we want to talk about? that's new to the game like they got rid of hms i think that's one of the bigger things i wasn't expecting going oh you in. mean so how they have like the pokemon uber service now right that like i was i was saving my uh trumbeak because like i need something that's gonna learn fly and this is just the best thing i have right now and then when i figured out hey we're not actually going to use hms at all in this game i can get rid of this thing that that was pretty cool that, like i I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't really like how some of the Pokemon seem to have, like, those weird, like, almost elephant rider harnesses on them that you're supposed to, like, sit yeah. on while you fly with them. But on the other hand, it's nice having, you know, to, or being able to just pull out my phone-like thing and uh, do that instead. So, I guess it's a trade-off, right? Yeah, like, you don't need HM slaves anymore, which is great. And then you also don't need a bicycle, because 
your Tauros is there at all times. Oh my god. So, when I was on the second island and I found the daycare and I realized you could just use the Tauros to charge through, like, I think it was like four or five different routes that are pretty much in a straight line now. That was the best feeling ever. I haven't actually done that. I saw the daycare and I was hoping there was a place like that around, but I don't think I scoped it out enough. So you can just run in a circle forever? Yeah, well, it's not a circle. It, it is a straight line, so you can't just zone out and, like, do it that way, but you can um, so you can go to the route above, and then you can go to the route below, and that's really long because that runs you right by the battle dome or whatever the place that um, you have the four way battles is called. Yeah, and then um, you can even go one route below that, sort of into the town, but it's really not that far. And if you're on an old 3DS, like the map loading time would probably actually make it uh, take longer than just, like, um, running back up. Okay, so is it like the Diamond and Pearl route? It's, I would say it's more like there? the X and Y route, where you could go, like, on that really long stretch and then through the town and then back. I always went to the round city on X and Y. And just spun around the Eiffel Tower looking thing. Yeah, people kept telling me to do that, but I don't know, going back and forth just doesn't bother me. Okay, fair enough. Uh, how many of the ride Pokemon have you unlocked yet? Because there's I, some cool ones. I only have Charizard, uh, Tauros, and Stoutland. Though I love Stoutland a lot. Okay, Stoutland, Stoutland's alright. Do you know what the other ones are? Can we talk about them? Um, or... You can talk about them. I know one of them, Sharpedo, from the trailers. And I'm pretty sure they yeah. showed like the other ones in the trailers, too. And okay, so... I'm assuming... Oh, I have Lapras, too, obviously, because I did the water trial. Um, I'm assuming Sharpedo is like... Um... It's Ocean Tauros. Ocean Tauros, thank you. I like completely blanked out on that. Yeah, it it's great. It has some cool physics on the turning where it's just completely unwieldy, and I love it. Because you just go so fast, and it's like, oh, I'm going to do this super sick turn. It's awesome. I like Machamp. And... Yeah, <laughs> Machamp is so weird. What does Machamp do? It carries you. It carries you like a little baby. It carries you Why? like... It takes its two bottom arms and, like, cradles you. And then just walks around, and that's how you use strength. It uses its game. top arms to push things. Yeah, oh my while God. cradling you with its bottom arms. Seriously? So that's yeah. so dumb. It even has special, like, child-handling gloves. Oh, yeah, you, you still put on your, like, ride uniform to be carried by this Machamp. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so... I mean, it's great, but it's also, like, what? Yeah. I don't know why you can't just ride him piggyback. I, yeah, I I don't know why it can't just walk by itself, like walk next to you or in front of you or something. Why, why does it have to carry you? It doesn't make any sense. Maybe, maybe, I mean, wasn't there that lady who was in the demo who was like, I want to marry my Machamp or something? That's super yeah. weird. Maybe that's why. Maybe she just has him use strength everywhere. And like, cuddle i don't know <laughs> that, maybe that's still super weird it is super weird um 
Yeah, I kind of like that. <laughs> when you first go to the Aether place, and or Aether, how do you pronounce that? I think it's Aether. Someone... Aether? Yeah. Okay, when you first go there, and the president's like, I just want to love all these Pokemon. She says it in a really okay. creepy way. That, that was really creepy. Like, So I don't know anything about anything, so this is all just like my suspicions. But like, even before the, um, whatchamacallit, even before the game came out, like, the Aether Foundation just seemed too, like, pure and white, and it just, I had a feeling that they were going to be evil, and then as soon as she did, like, the I must love all Pokemon thing, I was like, oh, I know what you're doing there. So, we'll see. Like, I I have a feeling... I, I don't know about the theories that, like, the Ultra Beasts are actually, like, alternate dimensions of humans or whatever, but I'm pretty sure this creepy lady is, like, actually evil. I, I hadn't heard, like, any theories about Ultra Beasts before the thing happened. You know, I really didn't like how vague they were on the Ultra Beasts because I still don't entirely understand what they are, and I just finished the game. I feel like I should know yeah. by now. Yeah, me too. Like, I felt like, like their explanation like, was really half-baked. Yeah. I mean, it, the plot in, like, all the other Pokemon games, like, was pretty much like that. They get, like, a really cool idea, and then it's like, oh. True, but they at least the explain the legends a little bit better. I mean, I felt like in a lot of places, the plot for this game was significantly better than most games. Like, it had mm. a little bit more depth. But, ah, mm. eh, just a little bit. I'm going to disagree with you, but I'm going to disagree after Gabby's gone. Thank I, you. I was just kind of hoping that they would follow up and make the Ultra Beast kind of make sense. So, like, they they were kind of from another dimension, but they never really explained why or how or how it was connected or anything. Just, well, yeah. um, I don't know anything. But they did try to do that whole alternate dimension thing from the Delta episode in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. So maybe, I don't know, maybe they've just run out of ideas. So they're like, well, if we just have enough multiverses, well, it'll work out. That was like all Platinum was about too, right? Was it? I can't even remember the plot from Platinum. You go to the alternate dimension to find Giratina and gravity's all weird. I guess I that makes that sense. Place. Yeah. Anywho, so th- let's talk about the, I guess, the island trials, because they got rid of gyms this time. Yeah. Which I I kept expecting there to actually be gyms in addition to these things, and they just never showed up. Uh, What do you guys think? Do you like these more or less? Because I, I kind of like some of these. I it was an improvement. It was a lot less repetitive than most Pokemon games. Also, I thought the Marowak trial was hilarious. Yeah, I think that's probably my favorite part of the game so far. Like, Gab- Gabby, you finished that one, right? Yes. Yes. The What's different between these dances and then the pictures? And so... then that hiker shows up. <laughs> so, like, I... Um... What was I going to say? I I was, like, looking really closely at those Marowak because I was like, okay, so this one's, like, this way, and this one's this way, and they're all spinning their clubs, and then they strike the final pose, like, the first time, and I'm like, okay, I'll try and remember that. 
And then they strike the final pose the second time, and, like, that one's turned around, and I was like, okay, so they're trying to be blatantly obvious with this, aren't they? And then you get to the one with the hiker, and it's like, is this some kind of joke? He's like, oh my god, you're so good! Like, how can you notice these subtle differences in the dance? And it's like, I, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it, I, I also was focusing, like, super close, and thought I got through the first one by the skin of my teeth. It's like, yeah, that's right, but if this gets much harder, I'm probably not going to get it. Because it was like 3am at that point, and I could like barely tell what was going on. And then there's the smiley hiker. <laughs> like... And then the last one, all of the options were the same thing. It's like, oh, it's the totem, it's the suspicious looking Pokemon, it's whatever else. Uh, but it was a good picture of the hiker dancing and the Marowax dancing, and then just surprise lizard in the background. <laughs> it was good. I like that one. I almost lost to the wishy-washy. I one-shot the Rattata thanks to a crit. I one-shot the wishy-washy thanks to a crit. The oh. Saldandit, or not the Saldandit, the Salazzle. That's what uh-huh. it is, right? The Salazzle, yep. I almost got knocked out to, but I pulled through. And then the freaking, oh my god, what's the name of the grass one? Uh, something Antis. Uh, Lulantis? Lulantis? Sure. Okay, we're gonna call it Lulantis. Lurantis. Lurantis, okay. So, um, I get to that one, and I'm thinking, ah, you know, I have this Saldandit. Sure, it doesn't know Flamethrower, but I'm sure I'll be fine with my Flame burst or whatever um and then it calls the cast form who uses sunny day and then i just started crying like i i beat it on my first try which was a miracle because uh there was some guy named matt i believe i believe he's also a to for the trading card game at jen's place also playing through the game and towards the end of the stream for like the last hour and a half he had to keep trying to beat the stupid lunantis like Oh my god, I I don't know why that was so difficult. Well, okay, I know why it was so difficult. It's because it kept spamming um, synthesis and then that really powerful gr- grass move. But yeah. that was just brutal. No, I, I had my kitty to deal with that, and I one-shotted the Salazzle with Alakazam. Oh, because it's psychic type. and Oh, well, yeah. Salazzle's poison type. Yep. So that was just a complete non-issue. Uh, wishy-washy, though. I had nothing that resisted water, and I had three things weak to it. And I had nothing that hit water super effective. So I went in there thinking... Um, they, they had shown Wishy-Washy's stuff on like the po- official Pokemon website. And for some reason, I thought its ability worked like Defeatist, where after it got to 50% health, it would dissolve into one wishy-washy and it would be super easy i'm like i just have to do 50 percent damage and i can do this and then it was like you have to do like 80 or 90 percent and not 50 it's i think it's at 20 percent or below it dissolves well i didn't get it there immediately and like they set up rain dance and the it called in for help and it kept using helping hand (laughs) and like my grimer eventually poisoned it and I just had to like keep using revives and trying to stall as long as possible and it kept healing itself 
So the AI is definitely smarter in this game, right? Because I feel like I'm actually playing against like a small, intelligent child as opposed to button mache, button mache, button mache, heal, button mache, button mache kind of stuff. Yeah, they, they switch more freely. They're not always the smartest switches, but they do switch a lot. It's it's not only the switching though, it's like the combinations of Pokemon, like the moves they're using. Like I had one person who um I forget if it was like a more of like a boss battle type trainer or if it was just like a random one, but they would use sand attack to get my my uh accuracy like crazy low and then they started using toxic and like trying to toxic stall or something. And I the only reason I won that match and didn't white out was because I crit them. Uh, no, I I didn't actually get knocked out during. Well, I mean, I lost Pokemon, but I didn't lose my entire team at once. Uh, but I came very close a handful of times. Like Wishy Washy was the worst, and then I think the Elite Four I had some stuff, but that was because I kept trying to lead Palisand to level it up, <laughs> <laughs> which which wasn't the best move, but it all worked out. The Pokemon Refresh came in clutch a lot during the Elite Four. The Pokemon Ami thing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they will dodge moves and refuse to get paralyzed and hang on with 1 HP and stuff like that. I just like the fact that I can use Pokemon Refresh instead of, like, my Awakenings or whatever. Yeah. Because I, I just, I don't use items for some reason in-game. Like, I just stockpile them until I'm, like, on the last battle of the Elite Four, and then I have a panic yep. attack. <laughs> That's... I, I collect them the entire game just for the Elite Four. Me too. Oh, so speaking of items, do you guys know where you can get the Apricorn balls? No. No. Because I keep seeing trainers use them, and it's making me very angry because I want them. I'm pretty sure they exist in game, but I haven't figured out where to find them yet. Also, did you know that there's this one guy, I forget where he is, and he will teach you different methods of throwing your balls? Wait, what? I've, I've heard of this, but I haven't found it yet. There's like a girlish method and something. That, all I remember is the girlish one, because that's it, what everybody's posting on Twitter. Oh, that sounds so cool, though. So yeah, there's battle styles, is what it's called oh i haven't seen anybody like that yet but i've been doing a pretty good job i think of talking to most of the npcs so i'll let you know if i find it because like i found the name raider and apparently people keep skipping over them oh that that will show on your map as well oh well i found it without the map so so okay so special <laughs> The the map is also confusing because sometimes I tap on it and the Rotom talks, and sometimes I tap on it and the map opens. I'm so sick of the Rotom talking. And sometimes it won't do what I want it to do, which is most of the time. It's like, I want to look at the map and he just wants to talk, or it's, I don't remember what I'm supposed to do. Tell me something, and or like, I didn't hear what you said. Say it again, and then it just opens the map. <laughs> and it's infuriating. I... I feel awful for saying this, but I am so done with having a talking Pokedex. I just want to go. I I want to go back to the um, Pokenav or whatever from Oris, because everything was right there, like mini map, 
Uh, you had quick buttons to, like, your friends and everything. And now it's yeah. just the stupid Rotom. And it's like, I'm going to say some pun. And it's like, I, I, okay, Rotom, you do you. But this, this friendship is not really working out here. Yeah, I, I'm confused. One, Rotom can talk. And two, why, why it's always talking. I don't know, but I wish it would just, like, not talk. I wish that I we do. could use the Rotom Pokedex in battle. Yeah. That would have really helped against Wishy Washy. <laughs> but I, I do like the map marker where it's like, this is where you need to go to do the next story thing. Because that is what killed me in a lot of other games when I was playing through the story mode. It's like, I have no idea where I'm supposed to go now. And that was never the case in this one. I don't think I would have been able to get through the story mode without that feature because I felt like this one, like without the little check mark, it would make it, it would be way harder than most Pokemon games to figure out where you are going next because there's less, you know, before you would just go to the next gym and now you don't really know where that is. Yeah, but a lot of the older games had a lot of like backtrack to get this item and then talk to this person in super weird place. And like, hey, this entire route is covered in fog, so you can't actually see where you're going and stuff like that, which was super annoying. Yeah, I felt like they did a good job of sort of balancing that with the new formula, which is just, you know, super linear, just go through all the things and then you're done. Um, Though I have been skipping a fair chunk of the backtrack stuff. Like, okay, so when I got to the second island and Lily was like, Gabby, come with me to this fancy hotel, I kind of skipped that. I went straight to the trial, thinking I'd go back to it later, but then it turns out you can't. But actually, if you do that, she'll just tell you, oh, I was going to go to the thing, but the Team Skull people scared me, so I'm just going to chill here. You go do the thing. Oh, sweet. So I didn't miss anything. Okay. Um,. And then on the first island, when they're like, oh, don't you want to go around go around and, like, catch all these rare Pokemon here before you go on to the next island? I was like, no. <laughs> I just hopped on the boat. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I did a lot of skipping. Like, I think for the first, like, two, three trials, I went around catching stuff and going into all the houses and talking to everybody. But after that, I just started mainlining everything. Yeah, I think I'm going to keep talking to people, because that part's been pretty interesting. Um, And I like the overall look of the game. I think they did a really good job of balancing, like, just, I guess, Hawaiian aesthetics? I don't even know what you'd call it. We're we're just going to go with that. And I really enjoy... um, Just, I don't know, it feels like they did a lot better job of how everything looks and how the NPCs look and all that stuff. Um, Though I was pretty upset when you were in the Aether Foundation island and the that one lady's like, oh, so how old are you? And it's like both your answers were 11. And I was like, but do do I look like an 11 year old? Yeah, they definitely look more 15. Or even, I, I guess what I would really like is, um, sure, you know, it would sort of break the whole realism thing if you said you were, like, a 30-year-old living with your mom at the beginning of the game, but it would be nice if they would just either, like, not acknowledge age, which is what I thought they were doing originally, and I was very excited for that, um, or let you enter in your age. 
Yeah, but if the yeah. um, little sprite guy is locked in, wouldn't it be weird if you said you were 30 but you looked 10? Well, that's then they just have to, you know, allow us to have customizable trainers for the rest of forever. <laughs> Problem solved. Right. Which is something I really do hope they keep. Like, being able to customize my trainer, like, granted it was two hours into the game, but within the first city was pretty sweet. Yeah, like, that was one of the things. There was a ton of stuff in X and Y that they got rid of in Auras that didn't make any sense, and I'm glad most of it's back here. Like, customizing your trainer goes a long way, I think. Especially if you're going to do Festival Plaza. Or even just competitive. Like, being able to see your trainer, like, on the fields or whatever while you're playing a VGC match, that's going to be pretty cool. During the, like, in-game, like, trainer battles, you can always see the opposing trainer behind their Pokemon, but can you ever see yourself other than when you're doing Z-moves? If the camera angle angles the right way, you can sort of see yourself. Huh. Um, I haven't done any of the online battle spot stuff. Do you see the trainers in there or no? I haven't tried that either, unfortunately. I don't have a battle spot team yet, and by that I mean I don't really want to go on battle spot with my like level thirty in game team. Eh, that's what everybody has right now. Well, not everybody, but the people you'll be playing at fifteen hundred will probably have that. Yeah, I I will eventually. Um but for now I'm gonna hang out and just do my own thing. Okay. Fair enough. I think, actually, I was hoping to beat the game, like, between tonight and tomorrow, and hop on Battlespot for Tuesday's stream, but I don't know how realistic that is right now. Ah. Uh, the, the game kind of picks up at the end. Well, it seems like, I mean, I keep seeing people say that they've put like 20 or 30 hours into it like how much did, time did it take you guys to beat it um, I think mine was about 20 but a lot of that was me having my DS just kind of hanging around I yeah I've got 25 hours and I beat the game like 12 hours ago I think that I stuck but, about 15 hours in but I've been okay. like really flying through my game time was at like 2021 20, when I finished okay but again, a lot of that was me watching basketball and falling asleep. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, I put six hours in before the first trial. So <laughs> that I, I have a feeling it's going to take me a bit longer. But we'll see. At least by Tuesday, I'll probably be able to find someone to just at least trade me some battle spot ready Pokemon. So I can try that out, even if I don't beat the game. You're at the point where I think there's only one more like real trial and then... The other trials are just kind of non-events. Okay. But there's some other story stuff that you do. Yeah. But, but yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about, Gabby, before we spoil the endgame stuff? Uh, no. I just want to say that I really am enjoying this, so... I'm sad they killed Nanako. Oh, don't start that again, Fishin. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I, I really forgot that she... Or didn't know that she could die in there. Wait, what? It's a, di oh, it's a different game. 
Yeah, per- Persona 4, there's a little sister character, and at one point, Gabby was playing through, and I made a joke that, like, ah, I wish they didn't kill her halfway through the thing. And then Gabby was all mad. And I'm like, no, don't worry, they don't actually kill her. And I guess there's either a story beat in the game or an alternate ending or something where she can die. <laughs> and I thought Gabby was messing with me. She thought I was messing with her, and it was this whole thing. It was a very big thing. It, it worked out in the end, but it was still yeah. one of those, like, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, no, I was making that up, I swear. <laughs> I guess this just means I have to somehow get Persona 5 and, like, get far enough in it before you do and spoil something like that. But talking realistically, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay, um, I think we're going to let you go. Bye, Gabby. Alright. Thank you for doing this. Okay, have fun, you guys. I'm just going to hang up and send you the file, Doc. Alright, thank you. Yep, bye-bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Okay, now, to the spoiler stuff. Okay, yeah, so... What was she... Was she those Pokemon? Oh, I. Lucamine. I don't think so. I maybe. What what was going on? Was that just a room full of corpses? I. When you walk in, I think they were like cryogenically frozen, but I could be wrong. I I think they were dead. I think they were all dead. Ah, don't say that. (laughs) So yeah, that was weird. How did they let her get so much power? She was a crazy person. Oh, okay, also, did she, like, do something to make herself that hot? Because no 40-year-old looks that hot. It's anime world. They all look like that. Also, who who was Lillian, that emo dude's father? Probably Machamp, <laughs> if I had to guess. Oh. I, I have no idea. They, they just... They don't like to talk about dads in these games. Yeah! I've, I have... One of my friends who's playing with me for a while thought it was the leader of Team Skull. Oh. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah, I didn't think so either. That'd be kind of interesting, though. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe it's Professor Oak. <laughs> if I had to guess. I mean, he's, he's Gary's grandpa. So, I mean, there has to be a line in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like... No, that wouldn't make sense, because then she would be Gary's grandma. Also, she apparently didn't have to torture the poor Cosmog to get it to do the thing. Apparently, you just have to blow two flutes and ask nicely. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty cool. I I don't know. That, That room full of corpses was just weird. Like, hey, look at all these dead Pokemon I killed. I I think that she was like a little bit they never really go into her motivations which was confusing yeah she just kind of went crazy at some point yeah I mean I guess they were trying to imply that when she had contact with the Ultra Beast the Ultra Beast make people crazy right like what's his name Guzma said he got possessed or something so maybe she had gotten possessed at one point yeah I'm, I'm kind of hoping they somehow follow up on that. Yeah, and 
what the deal is with the Ultra Beasts, other than, hey, they came through this wormhole. Isn't that weird? Well, I feel like Giratina made more sense, because I always kind of interpreted the distortion world as hell, and he's like, you know, the master of it. It, it. it just is Pokemon hell. Don't need a lot more explanation than that. But this is just a world of darkness that exists for no reason? Is it the same place as the distortion world? Are these, like, little demon Pokemon or something? They, they actually gave backstory for Distortion World and stuff like that. There was a lot of backstory for that, actually. But, yeah, these wormholes, nothing. Unless there's some post-game stuff that neither of us have done yet. Yeah, I, I just want them to explain it. Also, why do they all look... weird? Like, the... the... Not like Pokemon? Yeah, like, what what makes them not Pokemon? Like, they clearly don't look like Pokemon, but... What makes them not Pokemon? I don't know. The jellyfish thing looks kind of like a Pokemon. Yeah, that could be a Pokemon, but then there's also, like, that weird alien bug, and then the really buff bug. Yeah. Those don't look like Pokemon. They don't. Also, my favorite is the one that looks like a cultured with a conveyor belt in its mouth. That is awesome. Guzzlord? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Guzzlord's cool. Also, I just felt bad for Team Skull. Like, I still am not sure what's going on with Team Skull. Like, it's a bunch of dumb kids. The leader, I have no idea what he like. The leader just wants to impress Lusamine, I guess. Uh, so I interpreted it as all of those people, including the leader flunked out of the island challenge so everybody thinks they're losers and they can't get a job so they all banded together and they steal i guess i don't know i don't know what that one girl steal was either the one in team school uh i didn't really get that either also i was really confused okay so Everybody kind of just blows these people off like, oh, they're not a threat. They're just a nuisance. Yet they managed to... And then they have a city. <laughs> yeah, it's like nobody wants to deal with the fact that they took over a city. Yeah, they're an entire... like They're a joke for the entire first half of the game. And it's like, oh, by the way, they completely ran everyone out of the city. Also, I love that moment when they're trying to steal the berries and, you know, the guy's like, don't mind them. Just go along with your challenge. So you beat the shit out of them. And then... After you do that, the guy's like, oh, yeah, you can take all the berries you want because they they grow like weeds. They're f***ing worthless. It's like, oh, they were trying to steal something that's worthless? Now that's just sad. Yeah. I, I don't understand Team Skull at all. I don't really understand the Aether Foundation much either. Like, they were trying to help Pokemon, but they also wanted to love pokemon from another dimension so they were hurting I... I mean i think they started out with good intentions but then their leader went a little bit crazy i would have liked it if they had gone a slightly different route like they needed to open up the wormholes to save you know alola from some sort of disaster and they had to torture this one pokemon to do it but you know the good outweighs the bad and, you know, it could have been this complicated thing, but no, she's just crazy. <laughs> so, some sort of end goal other than I want to live inside this jellyfish would have been nice. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! 
also, if there's that many Ultra Beasts, can I have more than one Ultra Beast? I mean, there's like a hundred jellyfish. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna see like a hundred Ultra Beasts in the BGC format this year, so yes. Yeah. I would have liked to yeah. see more of the Topus. That would have been cool. Yeah. I, I would have liked more interactions with the legendary Pokemon. Yeah. And less with the people that it didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, they were confusing. <laughs> what, what did you think about Lily? Because she just came off like a complete cliche for the entire game. I weirdly cared about her more than a lot of Pokemon characters. But yeah, she was kind of cliche. And also, is she supposed to be, like, your love interest or something? I kind of felt like she was hitting on me the whole time. Yeah, I I also got that vibe, but I, I don't know. And then the, like, narration thing that popped up every now and then, and you don't actually find out that it's her until after the credits. That was weird. Yeah. It's like... Here's some like big text just kind of floating in the background. It's like, are we reading someone's diary? Is Rotom talking to me about this? Like, I, for a while, I thought it was Rotom. I thought it was Rotom too. I liked your rival this time. It was a nice change of pace that he wasn't just a complete and total. Yeah, he wasn't a jerk, and he wasn't a complete idiot or wimp. Like he was kind of wimpy, but he wasn't like Wally. I mean, he wasn't wimpy. He just didn't really take anything seriously, which is fine. I don't know. I like that kid. My favorite character was the girl with the horse, though. She was cool. Um, I like the rock lady a bunch. That was she was pretty awesome too. Uh, um, the little I princess do was cool. Not like the professor. Okay, yeah, it's super weird how he never wears a shirt. Or knocks like beginning of the game. He just walks into your house. <laughs> Doesn't know either of you. No, I'm under the impression that he knew you beforehand, because you were having a Skype call before you moved, so I'm thinking he was like a friend of the family. Well, he he introduces himself to your mother after he has barged into your house. Oh yeah, that's kind of inconsistent. Yeah. Maybe he's only friends with you? Yeah, like, he's having shirtless Skype conversations with an 11-year-old, and then he's like, oh, you're moving to my island, let me just sneak into your house. Oh, oh, hey, person's mother, nice to meet you, I'm I'm a professor, I swear. <laughs> also, an 11-year-old girl is living with me. I don't know where she came from. Yeah, the professor, not a fan. Okay, when you put it like that, yeah, he's really creepy. And then... I guess he's married also at some point, which... Yeah, he's married to some science lady. Um, so what else do we have? The Pokedex entries were interesting. They were. I took a handful of pictures of ones that I like. Let me see if I I remember them. Because they did get slightly darker with a handful of them. I know there's more that I saw on Twitter that I didn't actually unlock. I think the the Drifflin one's pretty good. Um, Slowpoke... Uh, that was less disturbing if you have both games, because I know that in Moon it says that there's a recipe for eating slowpoke tails, but in Sun it tells you that slowpoke tails just kind of fall off, and they don't really mind. Oh, well that's not as fun. Uh, Wishy Washy's entry, it's awfully weak and notably tasty. 
Aww. So everyone is always out to get him. Poor thing. Okay. These are pictures of a frog that jumped on my window. <laughs> Magic Arp. Its reckless leaps make it easy pickings for Predator. On the bright side, many Pokemon enjoy longer lifespans thanks to Magic Arp. Aww. Apparently, Primate gets so angry that it dies. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Um, Crab Brawler's meat is rich and delicious. Gumshoes adores eating Rattata and Raticate for dinner. Oh, I had both those on my team for a while. They probably didn't like each other. Golpat, sometimes they drink so much blood they can't fly anymore. Ah! Then they fall to the ground and become food for other Pokemon. Oh, man. Pelisand. Buried beneath the castle are masses of dried up bones from those whose vitality is strained. Uh oh. Just mass corpses underneath Pelisand. That island is weirdly happy considering all this murder is going down. Yeah. Also, oh. I never got my type null. I want to find one. And, and the ghost lady said something funny during the Elite Four challenge. What'd she say? You've made it to third base. Now you've got to bring it home. <laughs> or would this be second base? I don't really get baseball metaphors. Oh, that's creepy coming from someone who is clearly a child. Yeah, but she's talking to another child. It's still super bad. I don't know. I, uh, I was under the impression that she was at least a couple years younger than you. She looked younger than you. I, I can't tell ages in Pokemon games. But yeah. Overall, I kind of like the, the story. Well... I like the game, but it might have just been because it looks better than all the other games and was slightly easier. I liked the vibe, uh, and I, I liked the concept of the story. I just felt like it could have been executed better. Yeah, it it was like a good movie that after you're, you're done and you kind of think back on it, it's like, wait a minute. No, that, that didn't... No. <laughs> it was a fun thing to see happen. But I I wouldn't recommend it for anything. I mean, it, 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 it was pretty to look at, and it could have been better. There's been a lot of things that I've seen that have had promising premises, but then just failed in execution. Yeah. And it only fails if you actually think about it, like, too hard. Yep. It's like Bioshock Infinite. But yeah, you got anything else to say? I don't think so. I, I think that's enough for now. We can... We can wrap it up. Okay. I, I'm i wondering if there's a Delta episode type thing or... Well, I'm about to find out, like, as soon as I get up and get my DS. I'm gonna start Sun on my other cartridge. Oh, you don't want to find out if there's a Delta episode? I'm, I'm gonna end up doing both eventually, but... Actually, Fair enough. I, I'm gonna spend the next, like, three hours editing this podcast. But yeah... Next next episode should be a week or two from now. Uh, we'll get back to our normal stuff, talking metagame as well as other random things, regionals, nationals, whatever. But we're back. It's This is episode 48. I'm Sam. I'm Tiffany. And also for Gabby, we'll see you next time on The Lava Pool.